Hey everybody, thank you so much for returning to our podcast, this nightcap of ours. I am Mar Gray and I'm with the beautiful and talented Samantha Callender. Hey Sam. Hey. And tonight our talented and beautiful Rhonda cannot be with us, but the show shall go on, okay? So today we are talking about 18... No, no, no. <laughs> 30, actually. Going on. Going on 18. Because typically, you go from 18 to 30. But today, we're going 30 to 18. And so, basically, what prompted this uh, topic was just to get into the nitty-gritty of why does why does it feel that sometimes it feels like people can't grow Uh, We never reach a point of maturity. And let me clarify, I'm a firm believer that age doesn't equate to maturity because it's a lot of immature grown folk. Hello. So, um, and it's just something that you have to work towards. So I thought, or we thought rather, it would be a good idea to kind of talk about different reasons why people kind of stay in that you know, young headspace and never really grow. So Sam, what do you think about this? Yeah, I think it's super interesting. And I think people will have their own opinion on the matter. Cause like you said, we all kind of grow at our own pace, but what we're focusing on are the people who are not growing. Um, they're not progressing, right? If anything, they are stuck in a childish mindset not everyone is going to progress at the same rate, right? But it right. should never feel like, at, at our age, you shouldn't still be acting like we acted in high school. Like, yeah. you, you should have grown a little bit. Um, and so, yeah, just talking about those folks, and even if we've had our moments where we felt like we were kind of stuck in a certain, at a certain age or in a certain mindset, and we really had to push ourselves. Because I know I have, like, I've had to check myself and be like, you know what, bitch, grow up. Yeah, like, (laughs) it's like, oh, you're doing a lot, and you really just need to chill the fuck out. And so, I think, like, um, that kind of made me think of, because there was just a couple things that came to mind today, or just this past week of thinking about what I really truly cared about talking about on the show and wanted to bring to the table. And I think you saying that sometimes like you have to check yourself. And I know one of the things I had to check on myself uh, becoming more mature was the way I communicated. And so, like I said before, you know, maturity doesn't come with age. In my opinion, it's something you have to work on. And then because like there are people who are in their like 60s, 70s, 80s and up who have extremely poor communication, like right. trash ass communication. And that trickles down generation to generation, unless you take, you know, it upon yourself to be like, let me change that. And for me, my communication has approved tremendously over the years, because I think even like college days and maybe even earlier, I would not communicate in a way that would not either start in an argument or end in an argument. And if I said anything at all, because I used to have this very bad philosophy of, you know, act like they are white paint on the white wall. How many times have you heard me say that out (laughs) my mouth? Okay. And 
I used to walk away from people. I used to uh, either be like, just shut down and be like, I'm not dealing with this. I'm not opening up. Or if I did open up, I would go from either zero, say nothing, or a hundred and be screaming and yelling and just doing the most. And I feel like I, it, one day a light bulb just came in my head and was like, okay, this is not how an adult or just someone who wants to grow, no matter what age you are, uh, interacts with people. And once I figured out how to effectively communicate, how to effectively, you know, diffuse a situation... Or to, like I said last, uh, last week on the uh, on our podcast about giving people more grace. Once mm-hmm. I started to do that, things were just better, not just for the relationship between me and the other person, uh, wh- whoever that was at any given time, but for my own yeah. mental and spiritual health. Because, you know, you might feel good going off at the mouth in an argument. I feel like a lot of people who's listening can contest to that. It's like, oh, I let that bitch have it. Or, I, uh, you know, or I let him, you know, I let him have a piece of my mind. But once you right. go home and you start to think about it, you don't necessarily feel good about it. Because it's just like, that was a lot of energy. That was a lot of negative energy. And none of that had to even happen. And like, what did we really accomplish? What did we really accomplish? And, but... I but now it's 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 very interesting when people who are around my age or even older that I grew up with or whatever in different aspects of my life when they when I can still see issues in their communication is very yeah. awkward because it's like damn you're still here and it's no shade or it's nothing because I can't talk about a place that I talk about a place that I was at but it's like why hasn't something clicked for you because you hear uh like and even not in an argument we have this thing in our society that our our communities have kind of normalized which we call ghosting it's like oh so I might not argue with you but I might just disappear out of your life for no apparent reason and not solve anything but then we also have this uh, thing in the life called, oh, you uh, people don't uh, deserve, uh, you don't deserve closure. If someone gives you closure, if someone wants to work something out, then that's their business. But I also feel like that's a lack of effective communication because if you were mature enough, I would think you would just be like, okay, let me dead this situation for the good or the bad of the relationship, but let me just dead this now so this won't even be left on the table ever again. Mm. that's interesting that you say that because I feel I mean I agree with you I've definitely noticed like habits in myself you know just a long life that I'm like okay these are no longer productive and it I think part of growth is understanding or not just using the excuse like oh this is who I am this is who I've always been and it's like okay but like how is who you've always been like benefiting you like is it getting you in more trouble are you having positive relationships like kind of reevaluate who you are and what you're doing and see how you can elevate um but I want to kind of talk about the closure element because I think that's really interesting so you're saying that you think people deserve closure yeah if you're mature that you can both of you or whoever all is involved can come together and give each other closure Yeah, I mean, for me, I think closure, because I feel like we have put this entire 
thing about closure, right? Like we, we act like closure is anything more than communication because closure is just basically saying like ending something. And I feel like closure really means the most to me if you know that say if you were like two friends or if you was in a romantic relationship or even like with a family member that you don't vibe with anymore, but you had such a uh, heavy, intense, you know, deep rooted love for one another in any capacity. And then for you to just uproot your life and just disappear without and kind of leaving the other person hanging, it's just kind of weird to me. Because I feel like if you had the maturity and the space to grow in the sense of, okay, I may be mentally and emotionally done with whatever friendship relationship this is, but I have to, like, I feel like there has to be respect there to do that. And I feel like, I know some people might be like, well, I don't want to deal with the emotional backlash or I don't want to have to have these conversations, but, but saying that simple, saying that one line lets people know that, or for me anyway, I'm not going to speak for the whole world, but that lets me think, well, maybe you're just not really good at communicating how you feel, or at least listening at somebody's things, because are we just supposed to walk around the world and once we're done with something or somebody, we just vanish? Like, is that, should we, should is that what we should expect? Because I don't personally agree with that. Yeah, I mean, that's super interesting. I don't agree with that either. But in the same regard, I know that that was something, and maybe even still is, like, depending on the situation that I have kind of had to check myself about. Um, but I think that I noticed that where I've grown in that is like, okay, like you said, like, you respect that person or persons enough you know, if you no longer want to be friends, if you no longer want to be in a relationship, um, if you no longer want to kick it tonight, don't just ghost them. Right? Exactly. Let them know. And but before, when I was younger, my immature mindset was like, I don't have to explain myself. You know, we, I don't owe anybody an explanation, right? Like you shouldn't live your life wanting my explanation. Um, but then I would think like, okay, but I expect that of others, right? Yeah. Like I get pissed off if someone ghosts me in any capacity for any length of time. So I, you know, practice what you preach. And I think that is a part of growth as well. A lot of people have expectations, um, but they don't give those, you know, to other people. Like they'll want people to do certain things or act a certain way towards them, but they are the polar opposite with people. And I think that's kind of a sign of immaturity. And I, I was the one person I had to check myself about it. Cause I realized that I was doing it and do I still struggle with it? Yes. Like I still have to actively, um, tell people when I'm ending something, yeah. even if it's, like I said, even if it's as simple as like, Oh, you know, girl, I changed my mind. I don't really want to go out tonight. Instead of letting you like call me, blow up my phone. Where are you at? Da, yeah. da, da, people waiting on me and I just don't show up. Right? Well, you said something, yeah. you said something interesting earlier when you were like, when you were younger and a little bit more immature, how, you know, you shouldn't expect anything from me. Like, I don't owe you an explanation. And to a certain degree, I agree with that in the sense of if it's something personal to me or if I made a decision that doesn't affect a, 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 se- a, a second or third party or whatever, then 
I don't owe you anything. Just like, for example, if I told you I was going to go to the gym and work out, but then you saw me at Burger King eating a sandwich or whatever, and it's <laughs> like, well, I'm disappointing you because you didn't work out. It's like, or, you know, why didn't you work out? I don't necessarily owe you anything because it's like that had nothing to do with, nothing you. To do with you. But if it's with another person, as like you said, just simple as we supposed to hang out tonight or if he was in a committed relationship or like a deeply rooted friendship, then I do feel like there needs to be some conversation. If you ever gave a fuck about the other person, I feel like there needs to be like, hey, we had a good run, but there's something that happened in our relationship or in my life that I don't necessarily feel the same. And I'm not in a space that I might not even want to work on that right now. But I respect you and have love enough for you to be like, Let's have this final conversation. So at least that person's not wondering what the hell happened. So that's where I'm coming from with that whole situation. But to switch gears here a little bit, um, I also wanted to talk about something because um, I posted on our IG story, uh, like a question box about, you know, is there something that you feel like you may be lacking or just kind of giving an idea of where people are in their lives right now for this topic. And Mm -hmm. someone said that they feel like they hit a plateau in their life, uh, which I thought was interesting because I started to wonder, uh, do a lot of people in the late twenties, mid thirties feel like they hit a wall um, and the reason why I started thinking about that particular age group, because I feel like big changes happen to many of us, I say during the ages of mm, 18 to 22, because either you like go to college or you join the workforce early or whatever. Um, but those are kind of like developmental years where you kind of start to find the groove of how your day to day may be defined. Right. And so when I started to think that, Sam, I was like, you know, I think some people might, because I feel like a lot of us who may be listeners or just even you and I at a certain time in our lives or just whoever, we could relate to this. And I thought like, maybe it's because some people stay in the same environments that they're used to. And even if you're, if, even if you physically move, you just basically move somewhere that feels almost like a carbon copy of where you just left. So it's like, you you didn't give yourself, uh, like, you know, you kind of just let those, like, cause let's be honest, most people are very immature between the ages of 18 and 22. Let's, okay. So it's just like, you kind of are like, well, that's where I found comfort in this type of environment then. So now I'm 32 and I'm just going to move somewhere else that feels the same. Or you hang around the same people with the same type of mentality that you've grown accustomed to. It's like, you know, you... If you hung out with people in college who wasn't necessarily motivated or just was kind of floating through life and now you 29 and you kind of doing the same thing where this is kind of the time that people really start to try to figure out, am I going to go for my passions? Am I going to go back to school? All these things that could kind of negatively affect you if you're not around people that could motivate you to do more. Um, and another yeah. and another thing I thought was, um, you know, Now, since a lot of us are older, you know, we start to settle into a job and a career that feels safe, doable, appropriate, 
in quotations, um, right. depending on, you know, your social or your socioeconomic backgrounds or interests and fields, be people surround, you know, that you surround yourself because you might be like, oh, all my friends are in the medical field and I'm not necessarily passionate about the medical field, but that's what everybody in my circle is doing. So I might as well just follow suit or the educational field or just whatever field. But at the end of the day, you haven't given yourself room to grow out of your comfort zone and the only thing difference between you 18 and 22 is you're not drinking as much and your knees hurt some more so right. you know so how do you feel about that yeah I mean I definitely agree I think somewhere in my mid-20s I reached a plateau um because I I was doing well at the time for myself um you know I was in a career that I wanted um I had friends, I was going out, I was doing everything, but I was just kind of bored. I just felt really stuck. Um, I felt really like I was on autopilot, right? Mm -hmm. And even though I went to a new city, um, well, I just went from Oxford back to Cincinnati, but it just felt like a carbon copy, like you said, of the same damn city, the same damn type of people. And I was like, I need a challenge. Like, this is boredom. I couldn't imagine, like, waking up and continuing to do this every day. I was like, I'm, I'm bored of this already. Like I can't, I can't stay here. Yeah. And it was terrifying. Right. Cause I'm like, where am I going to go anywhere that I go? Like most of my family is in Cincinnati. So I'm like, okay, anywhere I go, I'm not really going to have family. My friends are, you know, mainly in Cincinnati, like my best friends, or, you know, Columbus, Cleveland, yeah. that trifecta. So I'm like, anywhere that I go, I'm basically going to be starting from scratch. Um, but I knew that I had to take my life to the next level. I know that kind of sounds corny, but I'm like, I just need, I just need to immerse myself in something that's totally different, somewhere I haven't been, somewhere I don't know anybody, um, because living this life on autopilot or this feeling of a plateau is just not working for me. Um, and so that's when I kind of just like packed up and moved to Chicago and I've been here for five years since. Uh, but since being here, like looking back and I mean, this is like we say, this is no shade to anybody, but just looking back um, at my friends who have stayed home, like I said, I moved here five years ago and there are friends who are still like, they literally still live on the same street. If I go back to Cincinnati, I could pull up to the same exact house. I was pulling up on them and we were in high school. Right. Um, and they're kind of, you know, I talk to them all the time and they say the same thing. Like, I feel like I'm in a plateau. I do the same thing day in, day out. And I'm not saying like you have to pack up and move across the country. Right, right. Or, like totally uproot your life. But you you definitely have to change your environment. Like you said, you can't be around people who are just doing the same thing that they did 10 years ago. Like literally the same exact thing. Um it's a way to burn yourself out. I know we think about like burnout is like doing too much, but also like not doing anything. You can get burnt out of that. Yeah. Right? And like, you know, cause I, I agree a thousand percent. I don't want anyone who's listening to think that, you know, we're saying like, Oh, you don't, you're not moving forward in your life if you never move out of your neighborhood or whatever, but it's more of a mentality than anything. It's, you know, it's one thing it's a to fear. You should not be afraid to leave. Now, if you don't really want to, like if you feel like you're thriving and you're still living in the same community, perfect. That's perfect. But if you're not, like just take a chance. Yeah. Right? Just to, and if it doesn't work out, come back. 
But it's just like, if you are scared, like if you're literally like, I've never lived anywhere but here, I can't live anywhere else. Yeah. That's, that's the immature part. That's where it's a problem. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I don't have a definite answer of how to get out of it besides just do it. Maybe that's something you should be talking to a therapist about, but I definitely think it's something you should get your wheels turning about. Like think of the things that you're afraid to do to change your life. And think about why you're scared of it and how you can overcome that fear. Because until you do that, nothing really is going to change for you. You're going to be in this constant um, state of complacency. And if you recognize that that's driving you nuts, it's driving you insane, then clearly something needs to be done about that. And you have to figure out how to start taking those steps to change and it, it really is a it's a mental thing more so because people have the resources right they might have the money saved up you know they can afford the move um in the back of their mind like in their dream world they might even know where they might want to give living a shot like oh i've always thought of moving to chicago or new york or la or atlanta right like literally the only thing that's stopping them is their mentality yeah and so they have to figure out how they can break that fear in their mind and I mean unless you're if you're not the type of person who just challenges yourself um then maybe you should like start speaking to a professional yeah because I mean and I agree with that wholeheartedly and I feel like it's definitely and I know I keep saying like comfort zone I know comfort zone a comfort zone is like a push button phrase at this point but I truly believe in getting out of it and especially if your comfort zone isn't comfortable because even if you don't tell other people you know you might be at your job or sitting at home and if you feel like you've hit a plateau or not even a plateau but you know you're just kind of like okay what's my next move then you need to start asking yourself some serious questions and I and I think it kind of goes back to also like who you're around because for me I remember when I decided to move to LA that was one of the biggest leaps of faith I've ever had to take and I've been in LA for I've been in Cali for four years now and I've been in LA for two almost three years and it wasn't an easy transition but it was a transition that I knew that I had to take for my career for my life for my betterment and but it kind of goes back to who you hang around with, who who's in your circle. Because I remember when I started to tell certain friends that I was leaving, they were like, oh, okay. It was kind of like, no, you're not. Like, the, you know, because it's like people. Like, sounds nice. Yeah, that, like, that sound, like that sounds nice. Like every, you know, everyone says they want to, you know, move. But like, are you really going to do it? And I don't think they meant it to be a negative I'm so sorry if you guys could hear that in the background it was like car screeching I live like by a highway so sorry if you can hear that but um anyways I it w- it was just kind of like an interesting thing it's like they kind of sort of want to support but they kind of also don't know how to because it's like sure we'll kind of we kind of believe it when we see it type of thing because everyone is not necessarily just uprooting their lives and then I also have family members who were like, boy, what the fuck are you talking about, basically? Like, you move in where? And, you right. know, you hear all the same things. So it's so expensive and, you know, and 
how can you do what you want to do and all of these things? And I had to pick me first and be like, no matter what my friends are trying to say or, you know, or what my family is saying, because I can't let their insecurities and their fears, you know, translate to what I'm trying to do. Because that, I mean, if we're being honest, that anytime you can't see yourself supporting someone quote unquote big dream is because you probably have some type of insecurity in yourself that makes you feel like that's not possible for you. And once again, that's no shade. That is just something that you have to look into yourself or like you said, Sam, talk to a professional about it. And once I took the leap of faith, I, that's, I, that's when I really started to grow because I had no choice because now I'm kind of just not even on the cliff anymore. I jumped off the cliff into this whole new world <laughs> and right. I'm like, okay, I have to mature. I have to figure things out for myself. My mom isn't here with me to do that. She's back in Cleveland. My best friend, like, and you know, one of my best friends, she moved to Texas a year before I moved. So it was kind of like, okay, so I started gravitating towards people who knew the struggle, the knew the new struggles that I was dealing with compared to people who were back at home living in these bubbles. And it was just kind of like, okay, I'm growing and it's hard and it's rough, but I'm going in the it's right happening. direction. It's happening. And that's fucking scary. I don't want anyone to think and, and not just moving, but like a career change, uh, uh, yeah. going into a new relationship, especially if you came from like, toxic young ass relationships and now you're in a more mature relationship you can't do the same shit that she was doing in those toxic ass relationships because that mature person's gonna be like oh i can't deal with this and and then it's like so we have to as people who are in our late 20s 30s mid 30s we have to kind of start thinking like what do i want my life to look like because i'm not that 18 to 22 year old girl or boy no more for sure. And I think the other thing is I I think what helps me personally is I've never been the type to attach my dreams to my surroundings. I've always been able to like dream beyond that. Yeah. Right. Right. Like I um I don't know how to say I, I put value in people. Yeah. But I'm I'm not tied to anything. And I think it gets harder as you get older because you are tied to things, right? Maybe you purchased a house. Maybe you are with a partner and they are really tied to their job, you know, in the city. Maybe you have kids. So you kind of have those other anchors, right, to consider before you can make giant changes. Yeah. Um, But I didn't have any of that. And I, I think that helped me feel more free to just pack up and move because it's like okay yes i'm gonna miss my friends i'm gonna miss being able to see them every day but now they can come visit me in this new city and you know when i come back it'll be you know we can get together then like that's that's not a that's not something that's stopping me yeah um i think like so if you are concerned about like maybe making big changes because you know we're talking about 30 going on 18 but a lot of people are almost 30 and they do have things like kids, you know, a spouse, a job that anchors them. I think that's where compromise 
might come in. Yeah. You know, if there's another person involved in your life and involved in the decisions that you're making, you might have to have that open conversation with them. Like, especially if they don't know, like, especially like if your, your partner or your spouse or whomever doesn't know you're feeling this way, you're going to have to open up and be like, you know, for the, for my sanity and to keep our relationship healthy, like we're going to have to make some changes together. And I think that that could be really difficult for some folks. Right. But that's where having that, that mature um, communication style is going to come in handy because you can't, you also can't be complacent just because there are other people involved in your life. I was, I was, I was about to say that because I, I am, you know, I don't have a spouse and I don't have kids. So I speak very lightly, you know, I tread very lightly with this, but I do have friends who have spouses and kids and I I would never want them to feel like they can't, they could not pursue a new element or a new level in their life because they have said kids or a spouse, because I feel like all of that is supposed to enhance your life, not just be your life. And if you want to go out on a new career venture or if you want to move somewhere or if you want to bring a new type of spice in your life, whatever that looks like for you, I think you should have the the openness in your relationships and in your connections with the people you care about the most and say, this is something I always wanted to do. And I know, you know, I made a commitment to you. I made a commitment uh, to having these kids and raising these children, these uh, children, these children our children properly. Um, But I also have to do this for myself. And I feel like you, you have to have that space because if not, I feel like you're just going to go over the deep end and not in a good way. You're going to feel unfulfilled. You're going to have a lot of resentment, a lot of bitterness. And I think, you know, as, as we get older, we can kind of start seeing that in certain people. And I think we could Mm -hmm. even see that, back then when we were younger and it's like oh why is this particular adult in my life always angry or always mad at the world and then you get older and it's like yeah because they have been uh pushing down things that they truly care about and they're ready to explode because they haven't experienced life in the way they would that they wanted to yeah and that goes into kind of like the other element of this not just being like mature and immature within yourself but like in the relationships that you have because in a mature relationship you should be able to express those things you should be able to come together and find a compromise right or in a mature relationship if that's really not going to work then you will have to decide like okay is this the relationship for me like are we really going to be compatible because it's either i'm going to push all of my wants down for the next 30 years until I die or until you die, or we're going to have to walk away from each other because I can't live like this anymore. Right. Right. So that's another thing to look for. Is your relationship mature? Like, are you afraid of speaking up to your partner because they're going to explode or they're going to shoot you down or Mm. they're going to totally not agree? Um, And we have to pick mature relationships. Like you can't just, you can't just not live your life or, or not want to spice things up because someone else is not emotionally mature and yeah. they're not ready to spice that up. Like I love, um, like I've seen couples where that has been the case. One person is ready to spice it up. 
or just do something different for them and their partner's not feeling it. Even if it's a matter that they're like, hey, I want to go back to school and their partner's like, oh, no, we're not spending money on that. We're not doing that. You know what I mean? And it's, and it's like, like okay, it's but... like we, it's like, honey, when did you start speaking French? Because this <laughs> is what I want to do. I am being open and saying, I want to go back to school. I want to, you know, like uh, add value to my life in whatever new way you're expressing yourself in. And if you have a partner that's like, nah, then you really need to reconsider that partner. Right. And I know it's it may be harder to get to that point um, when if you're married and I'm not married, so I, I can't talk about what that looks like. But if you have a spouse, especially a spouse... If they're not even willing to help you find yeah. a way to make that happen. They could be like, oh, we don't have the money, but babe, let's see what we can figure out. Yeah, it's like, so you need to do either two things. You need to either go to... Uh, you know, marriage and family counseling to try to maybe figure this out. Um, and and because I'm a I am a full believer of like you said, going and speaking to a professional. Or you need to think about. And I know it's it's hard to say, but this is Mara Mia. We talk about the hard shit. You might have to think about: Am I with the right person, or do we need to cut our ties? Because you can't live your life in this crazy ass bubble that especially someone who is supposed to be there to, to support you is not in any way you may be support need to be supported. Right. And yeah, I, I feel like that, that can be hard. And you know, some people might use that as a reason why they can't bring change in their life, but in a mature relationship, that person is going to help you, um, find the resources to do what it is you need to do. Even if they don't have it, even if they're not sure, they are going to help you along the way. Like, I know that's one of the things that, um, you know, I value in my relationship. We kind of help each other because we are both in two totally kind of different fields that neither knows anything about really, but we try to support each other where we can, right? Yeah. I'm never just going to shoot down something that they want to do. Even if in my mind I might be apprehensive about it, I might be like, oh, we can't afford that or you know, like, how in the hell are we going to make this happen, whether it's with the schedule, yeah. right? Especially if you have kids, you might be thinking, like, oh, this is going to up in the schedule with the kids. But none of that should really matter. You should just focus on trying to help support the other person. And we weren't always that way, though. We had issues in the beginning where one person didn't really understand the other, and we weren't really, um, I don't want to say not open, but we were both kind of immature because I would, you know, sometimes I would be the person to shoot something down or they might be the person to shoot something down. Yeah. But as we've grown in ourselves and grown together, we've stepped away from that. Yeah. So I, I, that might be something to consider too. You know, if you've been with this person a really long time and they're still acting like the person they were in the beginning, especially if you've had problems and you're trying to work through them and they're still on the same old bullshit, that means they are immature. They are not trying to grow. They don't want to grow. So either get some counseling or or step away. Yeah. And you need to have the the mental capacity to know when it's just not going to work. Because yeah. I get, like, we don't want to give up on ourselves. We don't want to give up on friends. Yeah. We don't want to give up on lovers. But sometimes it's no longer about giving up. It's about <laughs> having the maturity to realize, like, you're just doing the same thing day in, day out. Yeah. It's insanity. 
we need to give this up. And it's and it's hard. I mean, it's so. I mean, it's hard to get to a place where like it's hard when you don't have kids, don't have a spouse, you know, whatever. Because you know, I moved out here single as a Pringle, single with cheese, honey. And I, honey, I don't have no kids. Uh, the only child is me. I'm a child of God. And um, it was just, it was, it was, it was scary. It was hard. I used to sometimes just be like, how the hell am I going to get from A to B? I don't know how to make this career work. I don't know how to do this. But once I kind of like got out of that, like panic mode, I was like, okay, let me relax. Let me do my Googles. Let me do my YouTubes. Let me ask around. And things by, thank you, Jesus, but they just started to kind of like the, the, yeah, like the bricks and the blocks started to like form. And I kind of, I saw a new day, but you know, we don't do anything for ourselves or for the people that we love. If we are 30 going on 18. And I think that is the whole point of this uh, podcast because the two, uh, the two people I'm looking at right now, me and you, I see, I've seen the growth in both of us. I mean, there were times that we both were hot messes, you know, cause we were, oh, yeah. we were young and doing whatever, but I do feel like there has been significant changes in at least in just for talking about me, like, mentally emotionally physically spiritually financially um, financially the way i see money the way i spend money the way i invest in myself now it's just it's just different and i want that for us i want that for our lo- our other lovely co-host Rhonda. i want that for right. you know everyone who's listening because it's so important so y'all thank you so much for just being with us. This is already our third episode. Can you believe it? Time is just flying. Wow. Like this summer is just literally flying. Okay. It's slipping away. It's just, it's like, just like how, you know, the elders used to say, if you got something to do, you better do it. Cause time waits for nobody. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> but any closing statements, Sam, anything else to add before we dip on up out of here? Yeah. I just say, we just say, um, 30 going on 18 just to mean that you're getting older, but your mentality is not. Yeah. Um, and that's not a judgment. Like all of us have things that we can improve that we can get a little bit mature on. But I think the key takeaway here is just for you to be real with yourself. Yeah. Think about the areas in which you can grow. Think about the areas, um, in which you're afraid to go to grow. Like if you see people around you doing something, and you want to do it, but you're scared. Try to figure out that why and see how you can work past that why. See how you can work past that trauma, um, that fear. And I know I'm still doing it for myself. There are things when I look around, see my peers doing, or just for myself, like there are goals that I have that I didn't quite reach. And I'm like, why haven't I reached those? Um, what's stopping me? Why am I scared to just go for it? And reevaluating. So, I, you know, maturity, you can't really define it. I mean, of course, if you seek professional help or if you seek professional resources online, they'll have guidelines for you, of course. Like, you know, you should be here. You should be thinking this way. But I think if you can really be real with yourself um, first, even I, I would say you have to do that work 
even maybe before you approach a professional. Absolutely. Right? Kind of like identify yeah. your fears, get you a little journal. Yeah. You know, if you're scared to talk, to say it out loud, get you a little journal journal, yeah. and just write out those things first uh, and kind of recognize those, identify them, and then start your pathway. Because, you know, like you said, time waits for no one, and I just don't want anyone, you know, we're almost 30. I can't believe it, like you and me, Mar. And I Girl, can't, I don't want to I'm still 15 in my head, like so. 38. Right. Like, right. I am still 15 in my head, so I don't know when I got this <laughs> old or older, I should say. Right. But, you know, before you know it, we'll be like, oh, you know, we're 40 and people still out here acting like they're 30. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, time, yeah. time is going to go on. You, like, we have a lot of time in, in a sense, but we also don't. Yeah. So... I, I would say start today to to work on yourself. Yeah. And it's no judgment. We all have that inner work that we need to do. But do it. That's when you get complacent, when you're not even doing inner work. Yeah. That's and do you it for yourself. Out. Don't do it for anyone else. Do it for yourself. And I think my closing remarks is just to kind of piggyback off you. I'm a firm believer before you talk to, I mean, it's cute to talk to friends you trust, family you trust, a professional. That's all great. But you need to... Get into a room, close the door where it's just you, yourself, and me, my, my, me, myself, and I. You, yourself, and you again. I don't know. I don't. I can't think of the third one. But ju- you know what I'm trying to say. Just you, yeah. a pen and a paper. Like you said, if you can't say it out loud, write it down. For me, I love to talk. So sometimes, like I love having conversations with myself because if I like. I'll be the first person to check myself. I'll be the first person to, you know, air out my feelings about myself. So either talking out loud to yourself or writing it down just to kind of get those fears and you don't have to share it with the soul. You don't have to share yeah. this with nobody. Like, you know, if you talk to a therapist, you might want to like, you know, talk, you know, share some things with them, of course. But until you get to that point, you don't have to share your insecurities. You just have to start working on them for yourself because your growth is your growth, your maturity, um, you know, going from immature to mature. That's a personal thing. No one can do that for you. Some people could give you advice. You could look on tips on Google, whatever, but that the work is yourself. So, we are and don't re- be surprised. Sorry, I just want to add to oh, you. Don't be, and it, it might not align with people. You know, people that you might once were cool with at eighteen. Now that we're older, and if they feel like they've, you know, they've matured way more than you, and they just can't, that relationship just doesn't work anymore. You can't really be. I mean, it's gonna hurt. I'm not gonna say it's not gonna hurt, but yeah. sometimes that's what growing apart means. You're just not on the same maturity level yeah i have friends who are my age and they're still doing you know shit that we did in high school and i'm just like i can't that's not the type of person i want to surround myself yeah at this 30 year old age where i'm at now like we just don't align so i love you i wish the best for you but we can't be cool like we once were and to piggyback Um, off of what you just said about that because when like you might be the person who is just trying to move on and in a positive way, but somebody close to you might still be in that same headspace. And right. you have to be honest with them and say, 
you know, we used to have a lot of fun back then doing X, Y, Z, but I don't feel the same anymore. I have new goals. I have new dreams or I have suppressed dreams that I suppressed back then that I'm going out now. And some people like to remember you how you were. And it's like, you and it's like in essence you know a old chapter of me you don't know the new chapter you don't know the new addition to this new book like you don't know this person and you're not and you're not giving this new person space to grow so now i have to grow away from you i still wish you the best i still love you but you're still on that old stuff and i'm trying to go somewhere else and you cannot let that type of thinking stop you from getting to where you want to go because I've had to do it and I'm sure you had to do we all have to do it when you're on this journey that's why they say sometimes like you know uh, um, the self journey is a lonely one because sometimes you are really lonely trying to figure things out for yourself but it's better than staying where the hell you were yeah and some things are just seasonal and I think you know when we're younger and teenagers, that's like kind of the first season yeah. of our lives. There are many others. And now that we're in the second, some of us, maybe even these like third seasons of our lives, people from before, they just don't fit. And that's, that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's, that's so, just fine. Yeah. yeah. But don't, don't try to hold on to it for the sake of like memories or youth or whatever. Yeah. That'll only that'll be to your detriment. Yes, absolutely. Well, y'all, thank you again. We've had such a blast talking about this. I was so excited for this topic. Um, Please follow us on our Instagram, Mar at Midnight. Um, If you want to get to know us individually in the bios, uh, we have our, you know, personal page uh, uh, ads and tags and all of that. Um, you can currently listen to our podcast where you're listening now <laughs> and also on places like SoundCloud and Google Playlist and Anchor FM. And thank you so much. And we will see y'all next week. I am with Samantha Calendar. I am Margaret, and we are Mar at Midnight. See y'all later. Bye. Bye.